This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Hi there, I'm Kate Stevenson. So of course you have to be listening to the podcast version of Relish. That is a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. And of course this weekend it's grand final day. So who better to speak to than a premiership winning former footy champ who is now turning his hand to running a successful hospitality endeavour. Jordan Roughhead is co-owner of Hawthorne's Whiplash Cafe. So how does running your own business compare to the trials and tribulations of professional sport? I'll ask. Also, if you haven't seen the stunning refurb at Sorrento's Hotel Continental, I might have just the excuse for you. Next Saturday, they're hosting an indulgent afternoon dedicated to oysters and champagne and food journo Richard Cornish is hosting it. I'll ask him what we can expect. And then this week in food, while Shedfest is back in the Yarra Valley, Albury is hosting a new festival in Sip and Savour. Arbury Afloat is setting sail on the Yarra again and the Queen Vic is hosting a Europa market that is sure to delight. All that coming up on the Relish podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, relax with us and all your favourite songs. all the songs you love from the 60s, 70s and 80s. Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, on this grand final day, is there anything more appropriate than chatting to a former premiership player who has now taken the leap into the world of hospitality? Jordan Roughhead was a talented and much-loved player at both the Bulldogs, where he was part of the 2016 grand final win, and, of course, Collingwood. But now... He holds the title of co-owner of a brilliant cafe in Hawthorne called Whiplash. Jordan, good morning. Good morning, Kate. Thanks for having me on. No, no worries. Now, you don't do things by halves, do you? You've you've really done it all. How on earth did this come about? Uh, I do like to jump in the deep end on things. So this was a bit of a weird one. It was through the um, sort of the early stages of the pandemic. Uh, my wife, Bridget, was just um, a, a daily coffee at um, a cafe called Horse to Water on. Bridge Road um, and got to know the, the manager and head barista there pretty well. And um, it's funny on, on what is, yeah, obviously a, a really big footy day, being grand final day. She she wanted me to meet some people and, and make some friends sort of outside the football bubble. Yeah. Um, so basically set me up on a date with um, <laughs> with this head barista and we just sort of went out and grabbed a beer and started having a chat and uh, built a bit of a friendship. And eventually it got to the point where he said, oh, I've, I've been thinking about it and wanting to have my own hospitality venue um, forever but don't really have the um, the financial backing to do it and, and I'd always sort of thought a similar thing it'd be great to, to have our own little um, our own little spot but I obviously have no um, hospitality experience so we just really really, really put our heads together and um, decided that we might as well have a go at it um, unfortunately for me I was able to get another couple of footballers on board and uh, that helped us to, to get the doors open and so far things are, are going really well. And so you're not just tackling a, a new business, but a really competitive industry. There's no shortage of cafes in Melbourne. And what did you do to make sure, you know, to decide that this one would work to stand you apart, I guess? Well, for me, it was a lot of trust in um, in Geordie Faulkner, um, who's our manager um, and co-owner, and Eamon Sheehan, who's had a lot of experience in the, the hospitality business as well. Um, and I guess just trying to identify what 
what we thought was lacking in, in a certain area. Um, and initially we were going to open in Cremorne, um, just a Monday to Friday um, sort of sandwich and, and burger shop um, that, that did really good coffee, but um, realised that, that was there was a bit of oversupply in that area. Yeah. Um, and then sort of started looking a little bit further southeast because we, we sort of thought that that, we, we all, all of, all of the guys involved, um, the team involved, love the, the sort of the cafe vibe of, of the northern suburbs, the inner north, Fitzroy's and, and Collingwood's and these sort of areas. And we just sort of thought there's a lot of kids in or younger people in Hawthorne and the southeast that are probably chasing that um, that sort of feel, but don't really want to go the extra half an hour to get up there. So um, we're, we're trying to take what we think is a really good product to an area that probably didn't have it uh, previously. And how hands-on are you day-to-day or, or do you leave it to, to Jordan and, and Chef Will? Uh, I pretty much leave it to Jordan and <laughs> Chef Will. If any of the guys are on the um, on the coffee machine, the footballers, you probably don't want to swim past. Um, but we do. We like I, I was when we uh, when we first opened. I was in there a fair bit more. But um, obviously, towards the pointy end of the football season, things got a lot busier um, for myself and, and the other players. And uh, and I'm also involved in the AFLW, so I don't have a lot of time to get in there um, and, and get on the tools. But I certainly do like to sit in the corner and. Um, and have a long black or a batch brew. Yeah, fair point too. Jordan, we do need to take a break, but will you stick around a little bit longer? I'm dying to hear what your grand final day looks like this year. Yeah, of course. Well done. Jordan Roughhead, co-owner of Whiplash Cafe, will be back after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3MP. This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP, I'm Kate Stevenson, this is Relish, and I'm chatting to Jordan Roughhead. He's a former Bulldogs and Collingwood champ. He is now co-owner of Hawthorne Cafe Whiplash. And Jordan, I assume this is going to be a pretty different grand final day for you, um, especially given, I guess, the result last week. Uh, what does it look like? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a great day. I'm off to the grand final. Um, very lucky to, to have been invited to participate in the, um, the lap of honour prior to the game. Um, so I was kind of hoping that uh, Collingwood would make it through, not only because it would be great to be involved um, in, in that um, as a part of the team, but also because then there'd be a, a massive Collingwood crowd and they'd know who I was. But um, <laughs> hopefully a few of the Geelong and Sydney faithful can uh, give me a wave and a cheer on the way past. But um, my wife Bridget is, is um, 38 weeks pregnant, so we're kind of ready to jump in the car at any point and whip off to the hospital and, uh, welcome a little one into the world. So uh, it could be anything, really. I was about to say, it's been a big year regardless, but that's got to be probably your biggest and, and best project yet. So you will be on tenterhooks. Now, you were um, there obviously back in 2016 and it must have been a phenomenal experience. Um, sad the pies aren't out there today, but but what will sort of this morning and today be like for those Cats and Swans players? Uh, they'll be pretty high anxiety, I imagine. Um, for me, I was an anxious footballer um, and, and sort of that, three to four hours before the game is was not a window that I enjoyed. Um, fortunately for me, at that point, I was in the ruck. So as soon as the ball bounced on grand final day, I was straight into the action. And that's um, one of the, the greatest moments that, that I've experienced. Um, but, I'm, I mean, there are so many experienced heads out there. Um, Joel Selwood, obviously, Paddy Dangerfield at the Cats, who have been in so many grand finals and will be able to share their experience. And, and then Buddy Franklin in, I think, his sixth grand final today. So... Uh, there are guys that they'll be leaning, that the younger players certainly will be leaning heavily on for, for their advice and experience, and uh, it's going to be an exciting day. And what's happening at Whiplash today? I assume you're, you're well and truly open? Yeah, well and truly open. Um, as per normal, um, we've been open for 
both the public holidays as well. So hopefully we've been able to bring some new customers in and, um, and give them a really good experience. Jordan Roughhead, co-owner of Whiplash, I'm so very happy for you. You've had such a phenomenal AFL career. I know you've still been heavily involved at the club. You devote your voice and profile to some really important causes. And now you've given the people of Hawthorne a brilliant venue. Um, Very best of luck with the new bub on the way. Congratulations and thank you so much for chatting to me today. Thanks very much, Kate, and we'll see you in Whiplash soon. Cannot wait. Go check it out. Whiplash is at 226 Auburn Road in Hawthorne, or you can check it out some uh, some brilliant-looking sandwiches and some bagels, of course, whiplashcafe.com.au. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up with 3MP and Crystal Clear Stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relished. Now, if you haven't had a chance to check out the epic new Continental Sorrento yet, I might just have the perfect excuse. Next Saturday, the 1st of October, they'll be hosting a truly indulgent afternoon dedicated to the glorious pairing that is oysters and champagne. One of the experts taking guests through the history of oysters in this state and all things sparkling is food journal Richard Cornish. He joins me now. Richard, good morning. Oh, good morning. How are we going? Now, look, I'm all right. You're teaming up with legendary wine writer Max Allen for this rather indulgent event. Is this even work for you? Oh, it is. Be- no, no, it's not actually, to tell you the truth. <laughs> because we have been, do you know that we have been enjoying oysters and, sh- and champagne in this state for over 160 years? We have actually been drinking champagne on ice long before the refrigeration was invented. Really? Yeah, what happened was during the during the 1850s, we became incredibly rich in, in the gold fields. And we spent a lot of money importing champagne and importing ice from Canada. We'd chill that champagne down and then eat it with a whole lot of oysters. And we got those oysters out of the bay, Western Port Bay and Port Phillip Bay. And we ate them so quickly that we almost, we basically destroyed those oyster beds. Well, this is what I was going to ask. I don't want to, you know, I don't want any spoilers here for people who want to head on, want to head along on Saturday. But I don't generally think Victoria when I'm ordering oysters. I think I'm going to get Sydney Rock or St Helens. Are, are we growing any now in Port Phillip Bay? Mm, we are growing them, but only as a conservation method because we actually ate them all out. We ate them. We also ground the shells down to make lime, to make the uh, the mortar for our beautiful buildings that line the Melbourne city streets. Um, but th- 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 that happened so quickly in our history that we've almost forgotten about them. They're called Angazi oysters, yep. uh, but we're starting to grow them again in Western Port and in, Ta- in Tasmania we're growing them as well, so you can eat them. And that's something we're going to be celebrating uh, at the Continental Hotel uh, next Saturday um, in the afternoon, we'll be um, we'll be eating a whole lot of them, uh, and as well as washing it down with a whole lot of uh, of um, champagne as well. And we are talking champagne, aren't we, Richard? I did did have a quick look at the website and went, oh, we are not scrimping here. <laughs> We're pouring, we're pouring Tatinger, which is one of the oldest uh, champagne houses uh, in the world. And uh, we'll be serving a lot of that with some oysters. Not only will we be serving the old-fashioned Angazi oysters that used to um, roam the bay, but also we will um, uh, be serving some Sydney rocks as well because uh, there's actually, like, there used to be a dig, a dig. There, used to be, there was a dig, an archaeological dig, when they were doing Little Lonsdale Street, yeah. and they found an old brothel, and they found champagne 
bottles, broken champagne bottles, but also our Angazi oysters from the bay and also Sydney rock oysters. So we were actually importing Sydney rock oysters uh, from uh, from Sydney to feed out, feed the people from the goldfields. I love it. And it is, you know, I know this sounds silly, but there is something about I don't always just want to go out and consume, you know. I feel like a lot of what I do is just eating and drinking and it is nice to actually go out and learn something and meet people and, and you know, that, that'll be something people will get to take away as well. Have you seen the Conti yet? Oh, it is superb. It's, it's right on the Ocean Beach Road in Sorrento. Uh, and we'll be there from four to six on, on uh, Saturday, the first of October. Uh, people can come along and join Max Allen, myself, wine writer, myself, Richard Cornish, food writer. Uh, it's going to cost about one hundred and twenty bucks per person. There's going to be a, a huge bottles of Tatinger being uh, splashed around. Uh, you'll get a good feed of voices, and if you want to hang around, you can um, bring out your credit card and buy a few more. But there will be plenty to eat, plenty to drink, I assure you. And if you want tickets, it's they're available at thecontinentalsorrento.eventbrite.com. Thecontinentalsorrento.eventbrite.com. Thank you for doing my job, Richard Cornish. It does sound like brilliant value. We'll send people to thecontinentalsorrento.eventbrite.com to grab their tickets. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you there. Thanks, Richard. Stick around. This Week in Food is next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, we're nearly at the end of the program, but of course, first it's time for This Week in Food. So what have we got this week? Well... Shedfest is back in the Yarra Valley. After a two-year hiatus, the region's smaller wineries will be opening their cellar doors and sheds for a weekend of wine tasting, music, bites and views on Saturday the 8th and Sunday the 9th of October. Each winery has come up with their own entree-sized bites to accompany the wines and activities and a $35 daily ticket will get you access to tastings at every winery for the day plus a free Shedfest tasting glass. Head to shedfest.com.au to see what's on offer. And speaking of festivals, how about one for the calendar? Sip and Savour is a new two-day festival in Albury that'll showcase the best of that region's food, wine, beer, spirits and culture. It's taking place on Saturday the 4th and Sunday the 5th of February, which gives you plenty of time to organise a trip up north. As well as curated stallholders with plenty of goodies to taste, there'll be music from some pretty big names like Kate Miller-Heidke, Josh Pike and Lisa Mitchell. You can also head along to masterclasses and workshops and of course there'll be plenty for the kids to do. Keep an eye on the evolving program and buy your tickets from October 4th at Sip and Savour .com.au. Now, it must be spring because Arbury Afloat is officially back. They've reopened the iconic floating venue this week and this year the theme is kind of a Spanish beach club. So think resorts like Ibiza, Menorca, Mallorca. You can head straight from Melbourne to Spain. You can enjoy Spanish-inspired food like pinchos, tapas and bocadillos complemented by a brand-new drinks list. Arbria Float is so very Melbourne. It really is nice to see her back. You can look at the full menu at arbriafloat.com.au. And finally this week, speaking of Europe, the new Queen Vic market, Europa Night Market, has launched each Wednesday for five more weeks. 
the market will transform into a bustling Euro-style bazaar with plenty of food and drinks, shopping, live music and entertainment. There's no entry fee, so you can just rock up. Their only requirement is apparently that you turn up hungry. That's Wednesday nights from 5 till 10pm. You can have a look at qvm.com.au. And that's it for me this week. There's probably been a result if you're listening to the podcast. I hope the best team won. Thank you for listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel. You can listen again next Saturday live on the radio at 3MP. You can look for the next podcast at the 3MP website or just download the app. Easy music, 3MP. Relish returns Saturday morning from 8 on Easy Music 3MP.